Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big? Summarize with AI in a click. Writer's block? Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter on Revolver. Hi guys, and welcome to episode 93 of Hashtag No Filter. Now before we get into today's episode, I did want to mention Patreon. If you are not a subscriber on Patreon, head to patreon.com slash Lauren. You can get exclusive bonus clips to episodes. You can get the podcast early. If you're on Patreon, you're getting this early right now without ads, so you'll get it ad-free. And uh, a lot of other perks, fun perks. So definitely check out patreon.com slash Lauren. Now let's get to today's episode. It is with someone I actually, someone who's in my life as a personal friend as well, who I adore. Her name's Emily Ruddleson. She's the founder of Planned With, which is an event planning company, and I adore her. So I've known her for quite a while actually, and I've known her husband even longer, which is crazy, um, since growing up. And Emily has started such an incredible business. Uh, what's unfortunate is that, or fortunate, depending on how you want to look at it, glass half full, uh, is that her company is definitely, her industry is one of the industries that has definitely been impacted most by COVID. Of course, all industries have been impacted and some more than others. But the events industry has really kind of had to you know, suffer a little bit because events are being canceled left and right, rescheduled, all the things. So it's really good to talk to Emily to hear kind of how Planned With is working right now. And she is still in business and still going and still busy. But what their plans are moving forward, if she's going to have to pivot, what her ideas are for virtual events. She had some great creative ideas for socially distanced events. And it was just really interesting talking to her and hearing from her perspective being in that industry how it's all going. So I thought it was a really good episode. She also gave some great advice on starting your own business, uh, advice on social media, among other things. So I do want to say a couple audio issues with this. So you might hear some clicking towards the beginning that eventually goes away. Um, and at the end, it, we had a major audio malfunction and the quickfire round got um, completely cut. So we're definitely going to re-record that and I'll, I'll share that at another time. But just so you know, that's kind of why it abruptly ends. All right, let's get into it. Uh, I'm so excited for you to hear this. Here is Emily Ruddles the founder of Planned With on episode 93 of Hashtag No Filter. Welcome to the podcast, Emily. How are you? Thanks, Julie. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. I'm good. It's so funny. I was like, so I'm drinking wine and you're like, oh, okay. I was going to ask you because I wanted to make a drink. So now Emily has a drink as well. <laughs> I do. And I'm she out has- of wine. Um, so I, I went straight to the tequila. <laughs> And that's what I that's what I like to hear, guys. That's what I like to hear. Um, okay, so before we get into the the meat of the episode, can you give everyone just a brief background, who you are, what you do, how you got to where you are, kind of like a little miniature life story? Yes, uh, definitely. So I'm originally from Houston, um, and um, I went away for college. I went to the University of Georgia, graduated with an advertising degree and moved back to Houston in 2011. And it was during um, the, uh, the recession. And so um, the back end of that recession. So I, uh, it was really difficult for me to find a job in marketing. Um, 
And so I ended up working for free for, for about six months as uh, an intern with Culture Map in Houston. And um, from there, it kind of turned into, you know, full time. And I was with them for, for several years um, and left as the, as the marketing manager in Houston. And that's kind of where I developed my niche and passion for event planning. I planned a lot of their signature lifestyle, food, drink, fashion, shopping events, um, and social events for young professionals. And so I realized um, on the latter end with Culture Map that, you know, I wanted to sort out a special niche for myself in the event industry. And I thought, what, you know, better than to do it on my own. And so, um, I, you know, in 2016, I was getting my idea together for planned with and in 2018 officially launched the company. Um, and so planned with is a full service event planning company and we specialize in social corporate lifestyle events. Um, social meaning anything from like an anniversary gala, bar, bat mitzvah, mm -hmm. uh, reception, um, some, you know, some weddings too, um, but uh, definitely focus more on, you know, social corporate and then corporate meaning like brand activations, product mm -hmm. launches, business grand openings. Right. So, wow. <laughs> so you're busy. And it's, I didn't realize, by the way, that you, I mean, I, I know I've, I've known about Planned With, we've talked about Planned With for a while while you were building it out, but I didn't realize the idea came about, like you started thinking about it in 2016. Yeah. The idea started in 2016 and like, you know, time kind of flew by between 2016, 2018. Um, I, um, I was really working um, hard trying to um, sort out like, okay, event planning company, but what kind? And mm -hmm. um, I also, like in that time, I worked on developing online tools to streamline mm -hmm. event planning that I still am working on. Um, you know, when you start developing online tools and then you finish that time your product's like already out of date so right. it's like you have to kind of go back and make sure you know it's it's viable um and so that's kind of where i'm at with these these online tools and, right um and so instead of waiting for those tools to be perfect i went ahead and launched as a full service event planning company and right. Um, and then these online tools, um, you know, once things kind of get back up and running with events, yeah. um, I'll introduce them. Got it. So you're, we were talking about this right before we started recording, like your industry, this event planning industry, 
I would venture to, well, no, I definitely can't make that bold of a statement because I don't know, but I would say it's one of the most impacted industries from Corona. I mean, I, I mean, I would imagine because all these events are now having to either be canceled, rescheduled, made smaller, made virtual. How, I mean, this is such a broad question and we'll break it down, you know, as we keep talking, I'm sure, but how, how has it been since the Corona started and this whole quarantine lockdown started, how has it been for your company? Like, how are you managing and how is it going? Yeah, it's been, it's been tough. So, uh, definitely like there, there's been clear phases of, uh, of Corona and how that's affected events. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like the beginning, like March, April, we were like, very sure by the time end of summer, early fall came around that things would get back to normal. So stuff started to reschedule to end of summer, early fall. But Mm -hmm. the later um, we got into summer, uh, May, June, um, the more we're realizing that this is going to be around for a long time. And Mm -hmm. so stuff that was rescheduled to summer, early fall is now uh, postponed to 2021. And, um, or the stuff that, you know, I'm helping with a big birthday party and I'm helping with a small wedding and those things just, you know, they didn't, they didn't want to get pushed. So we adapted those into, smaller, socially distant events. And so the stuff that's happening now isn't exactly the dream, but Mm -hmm. it accomplishes like what it's meant to. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you can, you can celebrate and, you know, it's a little bit different, not exactly Mm -hmm. what you envisioned, but still very Mm -hmm. special, still very memorable and you don't have to wait. Exactly. So are you noticing that most people, not even just, you know, um, not even just your clients, but, you know, I know you're, you know, friendly or know of other event planning companies and vendors and people you've been talking to, are most people postponing or are you seeing most people, and again, this is, um, Emily's based in Texas, as I would have mentioned in the intro, but are most people postponing or are they making them smaller or virtual? Like, what is the trend? I'm seeing both. And, you know, I, I focus on large gatherings. So like Mm -hmm. 300 plus, uh, Mm -hmm. anywhere from 300 to 1500. And so for those events, those are postponed, you know, indefinitely into 2021. Um, for, um, for weddings, I'm seeing that some are getting postponed into 2021 and some are, you know, still happening, but just, um, just, you know, smaller. And yeah. it's, it's sad though, because, you know, the vendor vendors that I typically work with, um, they're seeing that business is down to about 5% of where it was. Oh. And so oh. that's kind of like the drastic measures that we're kind of dealing with. Um, and, you know, florists, um, yeah. florists too, you know, are pivoting into like more um, home, you know, deliveries, less mm-hmm. events. Um, 
It's and- heartbreaking. Like to think about these, you know, every, I mean, so many people across the board, every, every industry has been impacted. And when, when you break it down to these vendors that you use for all these events and it's 5%. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough. And, you know, I'm fortunate because I have very low overhead. Mm-hmm. I work out of my house. Mm-hmm. Um, I only like contract and staff as needed day of mm-hmm. project based. So I, you know, didn't have to let anyone go. And I don't have inventory right. sitting in my warehouse that needs to move. Um, like these vendors do and you know they're they're really trying to adapt and get into more homes reach a different clientele than they're used to reaching like instead of these big corporate companies they gotta now reach like single family homes and 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 Mm -hmm. and you know people at home who are trying to celebrate Um, and so they're really trying hard to like adapt to that. It's hard. I mean, it's just, it's hard. What, you know, I feel like, so a lot of people are doing, well, actually this is, this might be, I don't know if it's a fun question, but I was going to say, cause I think about, so my wedding was six, six years ago. I, and I'm like, I tried, tried to think about this. Like if this was going on six years ago, what would I do? And right now I'd be like, Oh my God, I would totally just do like, I would go to the courthouse or do like whatever and do immediate family. Do you, have you thought like, what would you have done? I mean, it's hard to play hypothetical, but what would you have done if your wedding was right now? Like, what do you think you would have done? I don't think I would have waited. I think I would have done like what you would have done, which like, is yeah. like go to city hall, go to the courthouse, yeah get married, maybe do a big, you know, friends, family party later once it's safe, Yeah, you know, Um, and that you can look forward to in the future. But as far as like tying the knot, I would not wait. Um, Yeah. And, and get that, get that part, you know, over with. And it's, it sucks because, you know, I was, I, I didn't necessarily like have a dream of what my wedding was going to be it just sort of like developed into Mm -hmm. what it became but like Mm -hmm. a lot of people do have a dream of Mm -hmm. what their wedding you know is supposed to be and they're having a hard time kind of letting go of that Um, right Especially so, I mean, if you've been dreaming of the day, you know, your whole life and you have this whole plan and you, and even if someone whose wedding is even a little closer where they, you know, have their dress, like everything's set. I mean, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah, definitely. It, definitely. Um, and uh, you know, for, for like these corporate events, um, mm-hmm. and you know, these, these brands, um, I think, you know, one, one, trend I'm kind of seeing in that um, industry is like drive-through experiences. Um, Ooh. Wait, what so do you that's mean by kind that? of fun. Um, yeah. So um, like where you, you know, you don't have to get out of your car. You can mm-hmm. drive through and interact with, you know, a brand either like, you know, there's a guide and like, um, instructions on your phone and you drive through and get to interact that way um or like drive through like I'm seeing drive through concerts now too oh Um, 
Yeah. So it's like people. That's kind of cool, actually. Kind of cool, right? Yeah. I kind of like that because. I, I, well, yeah, because I was going to say, like, I don't have to get out of the car. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Um, so people, people are starting to get creative with, with large, large scale gatherings, not just virtually and moving everything online. Um, but, right. but yeah, get, you know, wow. staying in your car. Too. Yeah. So if, so if someone came to you and they're like, look, I want to, you know, I wanted to do this event with 300 people. And they're like, so obviously we can't do the 300 people in a ballroom kind of thing, but like, that's probably almost like a fun challenge for you to come up with something like a drive through or whatever to make their event still happen. Right. Like Defin- definitely. And, um, another way to do it is to do like, you know, two time frames. So maybe your event was from like seven to 11, but instead of that, you have one experience from seven to nine and then another mm. experience from nine to 11 and you cut your, you know, capacity in half that way. And then you just kind of like the grocery store where you get clicked in, like you got to stay yeah. in line, get clicked in every five minutes to like monitor people going in and out of the ball. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that's not like the most fun thing in the world, but you know, it actually it becomes more personal um, that right. way. With like, for example, a food event, um, you can um, you know get more one-on-one time with the chef if it's right. not so much of a frenzy. Right, it's like you just have to kind of get creative and make the best of it because we don't really have control over what is going. I mean, we do to a degree, of course, you don't have to get it, but like, you know what I mean? Like right now what's happening, we have to just kind of like pivot, like, you know, like make the best of, of what's going on. So like right now, are you seeing, okay. So in terms of virtual events, are people hiring event planners for virtual events or no? I mean, ha- or that's not really like a thing. Yeah, you know, and yeah. at the beginning, at the beginning of um, quarantine, um, I was like, I'm gonna pivot myself into this virtual event space where, like, I want to help uh, plan, you know, any uh, virtual conference, you know, if mm-hmm. it's a trade show or if it's, um, you know. Uh, I saw like a 5k run that went virtual Mm -hmm. too. Um, And, you know, you can't, you, you can't charge what you'd normally charge for Mm -hmm. a fee uh, with a virtual, virtual planning. Um, Right. So it's hard to make money um, doing that, but it's also hard to like, get in front of and reach those people right now um, unless you already have that connection. I don't see people seeking out uh, event planners to help them execute a virtual event uh, yet. I'm just not seeing it just because I think people are strapped for resources. And, you know, for me, like – I would have to do just as much research as the next Mm -hmm. person into pivoting, you know, an event like that virtually. Right. Um, 
Yeah. Right. And, you know, it's so interesting. I more recently saw, I don't know if I saw an article or if someone did this, but it was actually really clever where they were doing a virtual event. I don't know what it was, maybe a bridal shower, a baby shower. And they sent all of their guests like a little package in the mail prior. So they were all kind of, have you seen this? Like, Yeah. And I was going to yeah. say, that's a really fun way. Um, it's a really fun way of uh, doing a virtual event is sending, you know, themed party kits to your guests mm. where you curate, you know, whether it's um, decor or party favors, but, um, and that's, it's time consuming um, because you've got right. to put the kit together and then you've got to either deliver it or mail it right uh, to each, you know, guest house. But if you have somewhat of a smaller guest list, like, a baby shower or a bridal shower, it's definitely doable. And I did um, a virtual graduation party mm. um, last month where it was a neon glow themed uh, graduation party because the kids couldn't have one in person. And so yeah. we sent them, we sent all of the kids in the class, it was about 25, I think, mm -hmm. um, party kits with glow-in-the-dark necklaces, um, wow. sunglasses. Um, yeah, it was super fun. And um, we had a DJ get on Zoom. And oh. all of the kids, in addition to, like, the party, like, the party supplies that we sent them, they decked out their rooms with, like, oh. blackout, you know, paper and, like, neon tape. Um balloons and um it was so much fun um we had we had a dj and dancers on the zoom that is so cool so cute and we had everybody just mute and dance for an hour and we did two classes um oh. one dance from i think it was seven to eight and the second one from eight to nine um, that's like, that's cool. cool. Like, look, it's, it's not ideal. It's not what they planned for, but that's cool. Like if you're going to have this, like make lemons out of lemon or what, what am I trying to say? Lemonade out of lemons. And like, that's cool. I agree. I agree. It was actually like, and I, I was kind of, you know, on zoom on both parties, making sure everything was running smoothly. Um, and the kids had a blast. They were dancing the entire Aww. time. And it was like the cutest thing. Um, and oh. as a as a kid, like I would remember that. I would remember uh, that yeah. more than like yeah, more than walking across the stage, like and like or you know, it, it would be super memorable for me, and it was adorable. Yeah. That's so. Could someone hire you to help coordinate that and get all the items and everything? Yeah, definitely. So, cool. yeah. um, so I. For, for something like that, um, it's a very minimal fee um, from my end, and I would coordinate like getting the kits together, getting them right um, delivered. Um, I would help get the DJ um, come up with a theme. If it was uh, whoever the host was, we could coordinate a cool backdrop getting set up in the house, and of right. course, everything would be like very safe. Um, right. And That's yeah, awesome. so yeah, I am, I am definitely offering, offering that like to assist people. 
And that's cool because some, you know, either people might not have time to do that because they have their own jobs going on or they don't know what to do. So it's, that's really like, that's a cool option that you offer. So in terms of like, obviously it's Corona. So I guess taking, well, not taking out Corona, but a lot of people right now I feel, or not, I feel I know are, you know, with lockdown and granted things are opening up slightly and then going to be closed down again, but people are starting to try to like you know, start a new company or come up with something, you know, people are stuck at home. So they're trying to get creative, you know, figure out, you know, maybe start a side hustle, that sort of thing. So what, what advice would you give to someone? You've been running this company now for a couple of years. You've had the idea for four, over four years now, Corona aside, cause it is weird times, but in general, what's like your biggest, either your biggest or both your biggest learning lesson from starting your own business. And then like, what's the biggest piece of advice you've either been given or you would give someone starting their own business? Yeah, I would say that, you know, my, my favorite part about starting um, my business is creative freedom and the doors mm-hmm. it opens to, to meeting amazing people. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have the creative freedom. It's going to be tough to, you know, it's going to be tough to meet um, established connections, but I feel like everyone is kind of craving that right now to kind of get back mm-hmm. out there, network, talk to people, see how other people are doing. How can we help? Um, so I think it might be a great time to kind of reach out your hand and, you know, mm-hmm. see, um, see what you can help with. Um, you know, in, in, in during Corona, it's like every day is the same, but in running mm-hmm. your business, every day is a little bit different. And, you know, that I think is what makes it so exciting. And, um, you know, from, you know, the, my, the harder, from the harder, harder part, um, of running a business, you know, it's, you face challenges, Julie, you know, you know, this, and, um, and some challenges are more difficult than others. And, um, you know, there's, there's a quote that I, I really love and it's by Winston Mm. Churchill and it success is not final failure is not fatal it is the courage to continue that counts and so i love you know, that yeah love it's that. it's it's so good and i think there's daily struggles in pursuing your passion during corona outside of corona and you know the goal is just staying the course being persistent um but it also means like deviating too, when, Mm -hmm. um, you need to, um, getting out of your comfort zone, shifting, make it, making pivots when necessary. Mm -hmm. And Corona is just another test to that. Um, right. Like you, you, yeah, it's, it's like you trusting yourself, your instincts, but like right now it is not the same out there. Um, Mm -mm. and I would say, you know, pre-corona to corona, not the same, but like, I think there's opportunity now. um, Absolutely. As you know, there, there's no, there's no better time than now. And I would say like, definitely um, think about like what it is that drives you and pursue it. And right. um, I think, and if you're passionate about it, I mean, it, it, it'll happen, right? If you work hard enough. If you work hard enough, if you're passionate about it. And there is another quote that I like for those who yeah. do want to start their own business. 
Um, and you can hear flack or backlash um, or just kind of be in your own head about it. But, you know, if you have the vision and like you said, the passion and the determination, like you mm-hmm. go for it. And so the, the quote is, Ray go forth and it says, there are two types of people who will tell you that you cannot make a difference in this world. Those who are afraid to try and those who are afraid you will succeed. So think about those two mm. people and try to prove them wrong. I got chills. <laughs> That's yeah. like, no, it's so true though. It's so true. And it's, it's hard. I mean, you got, and look, you and I are in obviously very different industries, but it's like, it's hard to, you know, at least for my, and I would imagine maybe in your industry as well, like keeping your eyes on, on your own paper, keeping your eyes, you know, straight ahead, not looking to the left and right and what other people are doing and getting in your head and, and, you know, imposter syndrome and all this, it can be really challenging. But I think if you keep your eyes on your road, like in your lane, it it can work. It will work. I 100% agree. And like, I think, I think right now I'm, I'm actually going through a bit of a, like, it's, a mental struggle right now. It's so hard mm-hmm. because I don't know when events will become alive again. And, but mm-hmm. nobody in the industry does. So that gives, right. me, that gives me comfort knowing we're all in the same boat. Um, right. And even so, the, even the event companies that have been around for a hundred years, I mean, no one knows. Even, right? even those like, two. And that gives me, that gives me even more comfort that I'm in the same boat with companies that have been around for, you know, decades. Um, Yes. So like, it's tough given that like in 2018, I launched my business in 2019, I was finally feeling like I was onto something. It was going so well. I was like, this is working. And then in 2020, like Corona happened. And so it, you know, I felt like it, like I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, on uh, that track for long enough. Like it, you know, it's a little bit, it's a little bit disheartening, but Mm -hmm. like, I remember how good it was um, mm-hmm. you know, right before, and I'm going to hold on to that. And, yes. just... and it'll come back. It's going to come back. We don't have a date. We don't know when, but right. like, it's going to come back. People are going to, people are going to be dying to have big events again. Like, it's just a matter of, like we were saying before we were recording, it's a matter of when, and it's, it's scary. It's frustrating, but it's, it's also kind of like a, it, like a fun challenge to come up with these creative ideas on like how to make people's you know, big moments in life still memorable and exciting. Definitely. And um, yeah, yeah. and and that, um, that's, that's key for me right now is like, okay, I'm going to scale back from these corporate large scale gatherings. And I want to tell people that like, if they want to do anything like memorable, special at home, like Mm -hmm. we can still make it super fun. Um, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, memorable and special and, um, there's ways to do it. We can get super creative. Um, 
And, so, and it could be more yeah. memorable because it's so kind of unique and, and different and not the norm and all that. And no, it's, it's, I mean, you're, so I, this is from kind of shifting gears into a social media with your business and, and, you know, also helpful for maybe someone starting a business or, or running their own company. Now I've said this to you multiple times, so I'm not just saying it on this podcast, your Instagram feed is amazing. <laughs> I told you that it's so aesthetically pleasing to look at. It's very consistent. How, what, what is, I don't want you to give any like, you know, secrets away, but like, what, what do you, how do you get your, your plan in order and focus with your Instagram? <laughs> so like, it's still trial and error for me. And like, I, but I'm getting to the point where like, I was before planned with, I had never really posted on Instagram. I was right. not never on she, guys. She's like, we're personal friends and she's never on Instagram. Yeah. I didn't know what Instagram really was. The stories. Right. I didn't understand how those worked. Like what, right. like, like, um, so, and I'm still figuring out the features, but I've done so much like posting and scheduling. And I think scheduling is key. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, being on the feed and like kind of taking in like, you know, what's popular, especially like in events and in the events industry and following certain hashtags and saving and revisiting like your saved posts and um, kind of get into that mindset. And I do that every single week. Um, And I um, did take a break last week because I was going to say, I feel like I haven't actually know, seen your post in like a week or a so, but like. <laughs> <laughs> I did take a break last week and, you know, part part of the plan with planned with is, so I'm based in Houston, but I also plan in Dallas and now Austin. And we just mm-hmm. moved into our Austin condo, which has become or would have become like a satellite office for planned with and, you know, right. will, will be. Um, so Austin um, you know, is an, is another market for me. Um, but like, I think with, with Instagram and, you know, and so that, so, so last week we were moving into our condo. Um, and so I did not have time. Oh, took off. That makes sense. I did not have time. I took off. Yeah. I was like, why, why was I talking about Austin? Um, right. <laughs> no, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Like, why was I talking about Austin? Oh yeah. I had to take off Instagram. Um, so yeah, I had to take off Instagram and, um, that's why I didn't but post it just, last like, week. But you, it just, the feet, like, and, it, and your stories too, like your graphics, just every, you can tell that you put a lot of thought into it and there's an effort behind and that's why you're growing and why, I mean, it's not, it doesn't like go unnoticed. Like you see the plan with feed and it's very, it just, it's cohesive. It's aesthetically pleasing. The stories, like you actually can learn something from the stories. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what, what it was. Re- I guess I, maybe, I don't know, could have even been a month ago, but you post things that kind of like give you, you, like you link to other people and you share. I don't know. There's just, it's a very well-oiled machine, it seems. And it's very enjoyable to follow. And I've mentioned that before. I posted that on my own Instagram about you. I'm not just saying it because it's the podcast, as we all know, as you know. But no, it's a, it, you do a really good job with your social media. Thank, thanks, Julie. And I feel the exact same way about your social media. Oh, and God. Everything that you're now. posting, too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think it's just like, you know, persistence, 
schedule, you know, yeah. research, like, you know, follow those hashtags, see what's trending in your industry, save those yeah. posts, revisit. I love graphics too. And I'm like a font snob. So yes. I'm on, yeah. yeah, I'm on Canva and I'm uploading my fonts and my cult, my branding colors and, yeah. and, you know, my background's advertising. So I'm very big on that and aesthetics. Right. And so um, and it, it takes work. It's not, you know, you can't just post a photo and be done. You have to engage, you have to research, you have to, I mean, there's a lot that goes with it. And especially if it's your company, your baby, I mean, it, you got it, you got to do it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, it, it, exactly. And, you know, now there's a little more time to do it. Um, right. Which is good. It, take advantage, right? Take advantage, take advantage. And, uh, you know, think about what, timely what's going on in the world you know take that and try to connect it with like your industry mm -hmm. and that's what I do with events and um you know I've got a plan with blog and yeah. you know we try to stay on top of like what's what's trending in the industry um tips tricks inspiration and so I also use that for posting content too um and you know we'll will uh, tag, um, it's a lot of local vendors, it's national yeah. vendors. Um, and so, yeah, that, no, that kind of helps with the reach. No, it's so good. It's so good. And you also, so Emily works with, Brian works with Planned With, right? He does all your, he's like the CFO of Planned With, right? Brian's my, my husband and he's, yes, he's the yeah. CFO of Planned With. He does back office accounting he's yeah. a CPA has a full-time gig yeah. but will help me you know is my business partner and and does that yeah. runs that side of things for planned with um kind of clearing my runway so to speak and yeah he, he will also help me like day of with install and breakdown I was gonna say like there are events Emily and I have worked on to like Emily will bring me in to help with social media or influencers or whatever or just an event I'll attend that she's planning and like Brian is there from the beginning to the end like he helps set up and break down and he is like the most supportive is it fun working with your husband like how is it <laughs> I, I I love working with him I think we are great partners um it's very cool because you know, when we got married, we didn't know that we would have this kind of working relationship, like not like business right. partner kind of relationship. It was like romantic relationship, but like right. we've since like kind of grown into that uh, role, you know, in addition to like romantic relationship, we've got this business yeah. relationship and it's going really well. It is weird to like boss him around you know, <laughs> at, at events like, hey, can you pick up? can you pick up that trash that's like on that table over there um, and just, you know, keep your eye on, on the other trash and just, you know, that part's strange, but. Um, right. But otherwise like, it works well. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise it works well. No. And if you guys snoop the plan with Instagram's account, you might see Brian on there and some photos from your wedding, which was amazing by the way. And uh, it was, I mean, just, it makes sense that you're an event planner. Like it was perfect. <laughs> No, yeah, it's awesome. We, we had fun planning that wedding. Um, New Orleans is a fun town, and we had a yeah. we had a lot of fun planning that wedding. And there's a lot of good content to post. And we used uh, Keely Thorne here in town. Oh, yeah. um, and um, I think I think with 
with my ideas and Kelly Thorne ideas, I think we pulled yeah. off something that was pretty unique. It was pretty, very unique and so special. It was really, really cool. And there you have it. Uh, again, I'm so sorry about that audio, some of those audio issues at the beginning and then at the end it getting cut off, but we're definitely going to re-record a uh, quick fire round that I will for sure share. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to follow Planned With. I love their Instagram feed, as you know. As always, you can follow me on all social media channels at by Julie Lauren. I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope you're enjoying all the episodes lately. If so, please be sure to subscribe to hashtag no filter on iTunes. It helps so much. And thank you as always for listening. I will be back very soon. Bye-bye. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.